0: Anime Pulse Episode 634 Yeah, I am actually Joseph, but I'm also dying because I have what is known as the common cold.
1: It's Mm. a
0: uh, a deadly disease. I don't know if you've ever heard it before. It uh, inflicts thousands upon thousands of people every year, kills them, and just leaves a withered up, snotty husk of a human being behind.
1: Yeah, it was recently (laughs) discovered at the end of uh, 2019. It's theorized to be caused by global warming or causes climate change as well. Either or.
0: No. Could could have been infected in any number of ways. Could just be you're walking along outside and someone coughed your direction. Maybe you touched something that someone else didn't sanitize because they didn't wash their hands because they're heathens. Who knows Mm -hmm. how I came down with this mysterious and terrible illness. Mm -hmm. All I do know is that... Today's show may be a little bit shorter, just because I want to get through it as quickly as possible so I can go and die in my bed.
1: I can understand why. Well, don't die, man. Don't die.
0: Don't worry. I might just take off tomorrow. I might just call my supervisor and tell him, hey, I'm sick. <laughs> uh, Won't be coming in tomorrow. Just let you know. But it'll depend. Might be smart.
1: Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we should probably get into our IRL news, in which case.
1: Sure. So, how's uh, how's your New Year's and all that been? How's your start well, of 2020?
0: My start has been sickly. In fact, I got sick, started getting sick right on New Year's. Uh, but I only aggravated my sickness because while it was oh, on and off-ish, like just coughing and having a runny nose or being congested, on Friday, which is one of the days I go walking, <laughs> the uh, the stupid in me came out and was like, I'm going to go for a walk because every Friday I do go for a walk during my lunch period at, at uh, work and it was you know 40 45 degrees out you know not terrible not, not terrible but um that uh that did me in pretty pretty bad and uh i was uh not feeling so great now sunday and today and saturday and sunday i was just i had been miserable
1: Oh, see. So it's kind of been a slow downward spiral, but, you know, hopefully we're at the very bottom so that all that's left is to go up from here, right?
0: Hopefully. You know, it could always lead to more things, but my chest doesn't itch anymore. Um, I don't, I'm not like, like coughing and like trying to get stuff out of my chest. I think that part's over. The only problem I have right now is that my nose won't stop fucking running. It's like, Someone turned the faucet Oof. on and just won't turn it off now. Yesterday, it was a complete opposite. My nose was dry as a sandy desert. And now it's mm. as wet as a Amazon forest when they're not on mm. fire.
1: Are you on the correct medication and all that?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I took some uh, Alka-Seltzer Super Plus Cold Killer flu and cold killer remedy stuff, which you take some during the day, which uh, has stuff that helps congestion. It helps deal with the pain and it helps with, uh, um, uh, coughing and getting stuff out of your lungs. And then the other one, which I was taking at night, which was the helps with congestion. It helps with, uh, it has an antihistamine in it, um, which I think may have fucked me up a bit more than it should have, because I don't think I do well with antihistamines. Uh, so that may have been part of the problems. I took one of the blue pills. Ah, I stayed in the Matrix.
1: T- I see. You don't take the blue pill.
0: Hmm. Um. However, there has been some good news over this past, uh, past week. I did get my first five-star... Uh, character in fake Grand Order. Uh, My first five-star saber character. I have five stars already, but uh, I've never had a five-star saber, and now I do, and it's Mordred. And uh, I'm working on getting her to uh, her max ascension as quickly as possible, so I do have a five-star saber, finally. She's not a great five-star saber. Um, She has, like, really terrible uh, Noble Phantasm generation. Even compared to like Alter uh, Saber, who is still my bay for a saber slot, but um, you know it's it's fun to have a five star. Finally, I also picked up uh, uh, two copies of the latest Foreigner that was released on a random whim. I just tossed a hmm. thirty Saints Quartz roll at uh, the New Year's uh, event. And I got uh-huh. myself two of the uh, Katsushika Hokusai's, which, it's a pretty cool foreigner character. Like, her attack is, uh, it damages all the enemies, which is cool. And it also is like, she's painting, um, I forget what that uh, famous Japanese painting is, uh, the tsunami. With the waves? Yeah. yeah. She's painting that, which damages the enemies while she's doing it. So that's pretty nifty. I do like that. That's cool. Um, I also got, even though I don't play Fire Emblem Heroes much, I also got a New Year's character there. I got Anna. Oh, so did I. I
1: actually got her as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got Anna, and you also got... uh, uh, Fjorn. Fjorn, right. Uh, And I've also been doing well in the latest voting poll. On uh, Fire Emblem, my Both my uh,
1: characters were out.
0: <laughs> oh, my choice of Veronica has made it all the way to the end so far.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm now ba- I'm now backing Veronica. Now that I, you know, everyone I had previously is now gone, so no choice.
0: Uh, yes, I do. I do suspect Veronica may win, but she is up against new blood, so. Maybe. Uh, not. Oh
1: yes, that's right. She's against somebody from the three houses, so.
0: Yeah, she's uh yeah. Up also up against another female character, which there were only two female characters this time. It was Veronica mm-hmm. and the other chick.
1: I can't remember her name.
0: I think okay, she's I from, from the yeah. uh the Black Eagles, right? Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um again I'm not sure, I've never played it.
0: No. Well. In any case. But that's going on. Hopefully Veronica wins. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also got a letter from my friend in Japan. She sent me uh, the letter, which I read, but she also sent me a a Sega arcade card, which is from an arcade arcade, uh, game called uh, Onageki, or Uh O-N-G-E-K-I. And Uh it's some kind of rhythm... Uh, Idol game. And apparently okay. these cards allow you to like uh, log on to the uh, to the characters or like use them somehow. So she sent me one of her cards so I can play the game, I guess. Um, ah. So now I'm trying to figure out what to send her back. Which, you know, mm-hmm. she lives in Japan, so sending her something like, oh, this is a cool Pokemon card. It's like, well, she has access to all of that. Like, what could I send her From America, that would be cool. Something
1: that's American, yeah. Something that we can really, really get easily in the West or something, but you can't get in Japan so easily. Would be a good, probably a good gift.
0: Yeah. So I've been trying to figure that one out. I have not come up with anything yet. Peanut
1: butter suggests shield, bro.
0: Peanut, peanut. Yeah, I'll just slather (laughs) some peanut butter on a on a letter, send that to her, and be like, I know this may be a little weird, but uh, here's some peanut butter.
1: It oh. could be amazing if we actually don't know what that is. I'm not actually sure if they have peanut butter. Well, oh, she they. used
0: to live in Canada, so... I think oh, she knows okay, what so peanut butter is.
1: It. Yeah, she probably does then.
0: Yep. In any case, that's it for my my side of things. I'm going to give my voice a rest oh, I... and let you... Oh, uh...
1: sorry, before I give you the rest, do you want to go over the anime you're going to be watching? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I
0: guess we could get that over and done with real quick. So cuz you yes. wanted to know what kind of anime I've got coming for this winter 2020 season. Um yes. very exciting. So, of the new stuff, we have Isekai Quartet 2. Ah,
1: <coughs> I I didn't I actually didn't guess that one. I should have guessed that one. Fuck. Which
0: it- uh it's going to feature the shield hero characters stepping in. So, new isekai <laughs> characters coming on. Um exciting. I'm going to also check out uh, Salmari to Mori no Kami Sama.
1: Knew it. Yep, I guess this one. Because it has that dad looking after like a, like a younger daughter sort of character. Yeah, except it's like a like reverse
0: of the. Because uh, mm-hmm. the, she's the last human alive. Even for my daughter, I defeated Demon Lord or whatever, because this one's a human girl and it's a golem dad.
1: Okay, which, that's yeah. one that we forgot right so far.
0: Uh, I'm also going to check out Reiki ga koi ni Oshita no De Shoumei Sheitai Mita.
1: That's two out of six.
0: Which is, uh, that one's about like two scientists who tried to like break love down to a scientific theory even though they're both in love with each other which kind of reminds me a bit okay. of like um, Love is War? Love Komei. Yeah, or,
1: is it the one with the the two, like, the student council president that he's... Yeah, trying with? to, like, make yeah, each other confess. Yeah. I got that vibe as well. <laughs> it looks like... Because they do secretly like each other in this anime as well. So, yeah, yeah. I, I got that vibe as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to check out Nekopara, which, you know, oh! I like cats and...
1: Hey, uh, you're going to watch Nekopara.
0: It's a cafe... I don't know if it's going to be great or if it's going to be terrible, but you know what? It's... I don't, I don't <laughs> mind. It's cat girls and it's based upon a hentai, so whatever. It's probably going to be censored, but you, re- you remember sucky. the
1: premise, right? You, you remember my uh, r- my review of the OVA, right?
0: Uh, I don't quite remember that. Um, okay, then again, it's it should just be great. sick me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, well, I'm, I'm happy to leave you to preview that show. I was going to otherwise, but you could have that one because you're you're somewhat lacking in shows to cover this season.
0: Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also going to be checking out Yatogami-chan uh, Kanatsu Niki 2 Satsume which is the sequel to the first Yatogami-chan.
1: <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah, oh shit, I didn't guess that one. I've only got two right so far.
0: Which I did like the first one just because I thought it was kind of cute. Uh, and uh-huh. lastly, Ishozuku reviewers.
1: Oh, I th- oh, yeah, of course you're going to. Ch- oh, shit, I only got two of six. Never mind.
0: Which it's dependent on whether or not it's going to be censored. Like, I saw all the previews of it and it all looks censored. And it's not being broadcast on ATX. So I very much Uh-oh. doubt it's going to be uncensored.
1: Uh oh, you might have to wait for the Blu ray.
0: Blu ray, yes, Br-ray. I will wait for that to come out because we all know I hate censorship.
1: We all do. I'm um, guessing you
0: probably thought I'd be checking out ReZero.
1: No, no, no? I, I didn't count Re Zero because uh, it's partially kind of like re showing the first season anyway, so. With like I figured maybe that you one or two minutes this, yeah.
0: of like cut footage, which I think is just dumb.
1: Yeah. I thought you might check Plunderer.
0: Plunderer? Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Oh, God. That's one that uh, Tim and Weltall just reviewed the manga of recently.
1: Oh, was it bad?
0: Yeah, because he made a joke about how she's searching for the the pizza mascot.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <That's> <laughs>
0: She wants okay. the she wants the stuffed crust, if you know what I'm saying? I know <laughs> what you're saying.
1: <laughs> but I thought that might uh, be what you would be um I also guess that you might watch Infinite Dendrogam because it's about a college guy who oh, goes into a virtual world. Yeah. I thought it was Isekai-ish. Well I it's thought, oh, it's just Michael. a...
0: except he's not trapped in another world. It just is like it's like Sword Art Online, except there's no uh mm. at least from what I can see, there's no like if you die in the game, you die in real life, from what I can tell. It looks just more like, I'm in a new game, it's so cool and awesome, and everything feels so cool. Oh no, my friends are in trouble. Summon a girl! And there are other girls that get summoned by dudes. And we're going to fight at some point, probably. Maybe. Right. You know, I could always I could always add those two, two potentials, just to be like, yeah, I'll I'll pre I'll preview it and then probably yeah. Not continue it stuff.
1: doesn't doesn't hurt to just check one episode out after all. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll add those uh, to my previews. In fact, I'll tell you what the one I was considering but did not. The only other one I was considering but uh, decided not to, which was um, uh, or Shiri Suri Kyoku Suri. It's Brains. the one about like the girl who got, uh, she got taken away by yokai, and then she lost an arm, or she lost a leg and an eye, and then she ends up like coming back and meets this other dude who can see spirits, and apparently like the spirit of a idol helps them. I'm trying to find it on this page, I can't see. By Brain's base, which is supposed to be pretty good. <laughs>
1: Oh, Brain no, Brainspace is a great studio, so um, must be pretty good. I might be checking that out it as well. KYO,
0: see Oh, I see, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: This, this should be good. Yeah. Anything that's usually by Brainspace is typically good, so.
0: So that's the only other one that you... I thought I might check out.
1: Mm. I thought you might check out Majitsushi Orphan Haguri Tabi. But I wasn't entirely sure.
0: My jutsu that... Orphan... Uh... not seeing that one.
1: Ah. That was just a long shot, though, because it looked like there was, like, a overpowered strong guy on the cover and stuff. So I thought, oh, for overpowered protagonists, sort of, in the fantasy world.
0: But didn't Oh, out. no, that okay. one. Oh, like, the dude... Well... With the sword? It got, like... Yeah, the dude with the sword. Um... I'd watch the PVs of it and it kind of looked too drama-y. Oh. It looked a little bit like heavy on the drama, but, you know.
1: Alright. Nah, that's fair enough. Okay. I'll just take... I'll take a... I'll take a 33% out of 100. I'll get better next time. It was pretty tricky this time. It's tricky. Okay, cool.
0: Tricky. Okay, tricky, tricky.
1: And I'm not even gonna bother going over everything. I'm probably gonna check out because it's... As everyone knows, it's typically like a
0: really long list. Oh, yeah, because you're going to just have like every single one of the cute girls doing cute things in your lineup.
1: (laughs) Well, except for unless you count idol shows, I always give those a skip because they're always the same thing. I've given idol shows a chance, but eh, they're always the same. So I I I cut those out of my rules, at least. Understandable. Long-time listeners can probably guess what I'm gonna check out, especially the sequels and stuff. But yeah, anyways, more on that in I guess two weeks' time. Not very long. It's already the seasons already started now, so we could start out as soon as probably two weeks, I think.
0: Yeah, potentially. Uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I would like to see isn't gonna be coming out for another oh. week or so.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, not next week, but the so week the after week that. We can probably, yeah, probably
0: not next week, but maybe the week after that we can start doing previews.
1: Sounds good.
0: Alright, well. Take it away with your community stuff because, as always, I doubt you have much to say about what's been going on with yourself.
1: You would be correct. So, going on to the community stuff. First <laughs> off, I do want to give a shout-out thank you to our... For our tentative listener, Mal, he apparently has boosted the Discord server. I don't know what that means, but he did it. And I, I assume it might cost money. So if that is the case, thank you very much, Mal. You get a personal shout-out and thank you from yours truly. Um, I, I started to look into more of what that actually does. It says something, something about when enough people boost the server, we can get like more emojis. I know someone asked to add, for me to add more emojis. I'll, I'll get around to that. Um, hmm. but yeah, thank you for that, Mal. I I don't really know what it does, but thank you. Um, then going on to actual comment comments, we have a comment on, oh, multiple comments on 632, isekai cheat magician, no, sorry, isekai cheat end, uh, which is one of, one of them is a follow-up to the poll, oh, not a poll, like the, the list of, a uh, string of comments regarding the origin of the, the rating crackers, Yotaru comes in with, yep, yeah, that's the correct explanation. I don't think you have been listening to AP for that long, have you? Did you listen to them in the days of Ichigo and Bato? You can answer that.
0: I don't know if he's asking me that question, or if he's asking Dark Boss Man that question. Because I've been around since um, Ichigo and Bato were uh, still mm-hmm. talking about Chigo, and him like running oh, away okay. with someone. So, that was, like, okay. super early on.
1: <laughs> okay, well, in the event that he's referring to Dark Boss Man, Dark Boss Man, I could get back to him, but if that's Joseph he's asking, now you have your answer. <laughs> uh, Next up, he says, I don't know who said that Devilman Crybaby was awful, but the only reason I could understand that people would hate that show is because of the animation and objectionable content. The animation is not awful, with the quotation marks. There isn't a lack of quality there. It's fluid animation, not, uh, not just animation cells being slid across the screen. It's a style of animation that will rub some people the wrong way. However, because it's wild and sketchy. If you don't care for any character in Crybaby, then you must have a heart of stone. Because, it's, uh, because shit's fucked up, dude. I'll take your word for it. I've never really seen it. I have heard uh, manga Pulse talk about Devilman Crybaby, the manga, I think, a few times. I also heard um, it spawned
0: like a new run that overtook the Naruto run for a while.
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen that gif. The Olymp- like, it's like a marathon, like, Olympic sort of, like, racetrack one that looks really funny and janky. Yeah. Yeah, they have to, like, run...
0: Like, you have to run forward like you're trying to grab something, if I remember correctly. Yeah.
1: it's like a relay race or some shit? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> something
0: like that. <laughs> It'd be funny if it wasn't.
1: It's more funny if it wasn't. Uh, And then the next comment by him says, <clears throat> The older generation was in such a shit fit over DB Super. I know that there were animation drops in the very beginning, but otherwise the animation quality is exactly pairing with DBZ. Maybe those with rose-colored glasses would like to pretend that DBZ didn't cut corners, but it definitely did. Joey, how could DB Super have killed your childhood when DBGT already eviscerated it? (coughs) I I don't even remember you saying it killed your childhood, did you? Oh, do you want to respond?
0: I have no clue. I try to remember that moment and... I don't remember you saying it
1: killed don't your childhood. I don't remember
0: talking about DBZ I, or I, my, even...
1: My apologies, you're true. I might have said that. I haven't had enough time. It sounds like something I might have said. Because um, I didn't have time to re-listen to all of that. Because I, I don't remember you haven't watched... You haven't really watched much of DB Super, Joey. So, Joey. I haven't now, watched any. Yeah. I don't really think... It must have been me that said that. If I said that, Yotaru, I, I assure you I was being hyperbolic. I don't actually believe much in that term about this show killed my childhood. For instance, the new Star Wars don't kill my childhood because they're shit. Because your childhood is untouchable. It's there. And childhood me is already dead. I killed him and I replaced him. That's me now. Um, So, obviously, I'm being hyperbolic when I say killed my childhood. I'm saying that um, it... I suppose destroys, uh, if I said it, and this is if I said it, I'm probably referencing that it killed a lot of what I deemed to be the premise or what I enjoyed about the series. Um, I've already reviewed the start of Dragon Ball Super, like the uh, God of Destruction movie, whatever it was, the Beerus one, and also the first arc of the anime already, and I will probably be doing the later ones throughout this year. Uh, so I'll elaborate to you when I when the time comes about what you know my gripes so far, and it extends far beyond just animation quality. But you know, to each their own. I know I'm not I'm not gonna um, argue that the original DBZ wasn't at times a little bit lazy as well. But uh, yeah, we'll get more into that later. So I hope that clarifies everything. Now this takes us into the most recent episode that you just uploaded yesterday, <clears> six three <throat> three girls' last dungeon. It's a good title. Um, Yotaru says. Oh, this is. I need some context here because I still can't remember. Oh yeah. Um, he says. Something.
0: Uh, oh, this is the. Yeah. I think this is the about me. going like talking about like the uh, HOA getting uppity about the park that's gonna be put in oh. maybe or the any building burned down.
1: Oh shit! Right. I think. Okay. Now it's now it's burning because. Okay. The now comment reads this. Uh. Yeah, now now I'm starting to get it. He says, "Uh, the joke implies strongly that otaku are a group of people who would repeat the crimes of a maniac who does not represent level-headed anime fans in any way." Want to walk that back, Andy? Could you stop co-signing him, please? This is why I asked you what the word "co" what co-signing meant because I was like, "What does Uh. co-signing mean?" So, uh, but Black Magic means like I I, clarified earlier on that he's saying that I'm somehow backing up what you're saying or something.
0: I don't know um, about that because let me clarify that I didn't say okay. that they are people who would repeat the crimes of a maniac. I'm saying that uh, kind of like how Andrew mentioned it before, um, that otaku can be weaponized. Any group of people can be weaponized as long as they all can come together on a certain issue. So everyone came together in like a huge commemoration for Annie Burning Down, like otakus ever, even people who weren't otakus were coming and donating to the Kyoani fire, but Otakus in general like were the main bulk of the the money that was coming in. And if they hear something else about how like I'll put it like this let's take Americans for example and you had the Twin Towers. There were people who opposed putting up the Freedom Tower that is there now. Those people well their groups don't exist anymore. Right. And that's where I'll leave it. <laughs> so uh, I'm just saying that uh, if you like make kind of like a minor, you know, minor group of people who oppose a big issue, they can get snuffed out like a light. So don't piss off the wrong people in tragic times. You know, Twin Towers, tragic event. And people were like, yes, let's put up a memorial. And some people were like, let's not. And then those people disappeared. Mm -hmm. so it wasn't so much saying that no it wasn't that, it wasn't saying like oh people are like the crazy otakus are going to come out again and burn your houses down no 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 I'm not saying that I'm just saying like you know that HOA may be disassembled if uh, they keep making a brag about it
1: right so I hope that clears things up, Yotaro Vegeta, and I mean, this is just like, you know, it's a symptom of, you know, on a podcast, we're off the cuff, this is not scripted, as, except for like bullet points on reviews, I suppose, uh, and we're also typically on a bit of alcohol at time as well, so sometimes, you know, Joseph, and especially me as well, will not word things in the necessarily the best way, so I hope that clears up any misunderstanding. Hopefully. So, uh, yeah, hopefully. It yeah, was the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure if you comment again or something, we can probably elaborate more in a later <laughs> episode. But yes, that takes us nice and clean to the actual forum topics themselves. And there are still some backlog entries for best anime of the 2010s. Let's get into them. We have uh, on the forums first, Trinity Angel 0666, who says, this should, be a very easy for, uh, this should be very easy for me to answer because over the past 10 years, I, didn't watch, I did not watch much anime. I was probably averaging about two, one or two anime movies or series a year since 2010. Life is just too busy and time is so scarce. But if I had to pick one anime that I did re-watch in the last decade, it's gonna have to be Berserk, the Golden Arc series. I love Berserk. I even read the manga and don't read very many manga titles because I just don't have time and there's just so much consumable media competing for my attention nowadays. I'm not going to say it's the best anime because that's subjective, but it is a series I really enjoy and I still haven't watched the 2016 Berserk remake, but it's in my backlog. Oh, you can probably hold off from what I've heard about the 2016 Berserk remake. Don't worry about that, but thanks for your entry, Trinity Angel 0666, if your uh, scarce amount of time has enough time to actually listen to this episode. Next up, we have Margie B, who says... This is an easy one because my favorite anime is Steins Gate, which came about at the beginning of the decade in 2011. Short and sweet. I like (laughs) it. So, there you go. Um, Updating it on the actual Discord side of things, we have one or two more entries. We have that anime guy who says, Maiden Abyss and No Lion. So, there you go. I'm sure you could agree with the latter. Um, Yotaro Vegeta says, I'm just going to hop on Marina Burt or... Uh, oh it's not Marina Bert. it's probably my pronunciation, answer and say Rakugo, I think it's that Rakugo Shinju show, because I don't want to rub my any mental twigs together and figure what child I love best. Best film of the decade for me was Your Name, because the only other films I watched in the decade were the Ghibli, well the only other anime films I watched in the decade were the Ghibli I missed. Okay. Um, and then it goes into a discussion about Spice and Wolf. We don't need to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing to do. <laughs> It's just Some people talking about how good Spice and Wolf is on the last first sequel, and then somebody says that. Uh, Spice and Wolf is kind of meh, and then we can move on. Um, okay, I think that does take us into our current week's topic. Yes, it does. So this week's topic is, uh, because we already went over the best of the decade, 2019 itself kind of got a little bit overshadowed. Because usually this would be the time of the year where I'd usually ask about what your favourite was of just last year specifically. So this week we're going to, instead of letting it linger for too long, just compile together your favourite and least favourite anime of 2019. So, starting us off, we have Rampant AI who comes in with... I cannot recall any series that I actually outright hated. Those were mostly meh this past year. <laughs> I tend to have learned to avoid the outright stinkers or have been relatively lucky in that regard. But I fondly recall several series from 2019 I really enjoyed. In no particular order, there's Vinland Saga, Arifureta, Shokugyo de Sekai Saikyo, Gotobun no Hanayomi, or the quintessential quintuplets, tageya Love is War, Do- Domesticu na Kanojo, oh, domestic girlfriend, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Demon Slayer, all in all, it was a great year for anime series, and I could I could name many, many more, <laughs> without even mentioning the full-length movies as well. But I think I will leave it this list here for now. I am certain others will mention the other great series we enjoyed. There we go. So uh that takes us to oh back to the Discord. Shit. Um okay, so Shield Bro says Um Slime Tensei is his favourite, and least favorite was Mal Retry. <laughs> Sigwin says Favorite anime from twenty nineteen, Finland Saga, Kaguya-sama, Quintuplets, Fruits Basket, Demon Slayer, and Senkosan were some of my favorites. Least favorite has to do, uh, has, do you love your mom and her to, really hit, to two hit kill multi target attacks. Well, well, well. interesting. Oh, uh, that's a uh, that's a uh, currently relevant. That's uh, that's of, topical. Yeah, topical, topical. Okay, well you know to each their own, right? Um, next up. Uh, we have Pumiria. My favourites were Vinland Saga, Kaguya-sama, Quintuplets. A lot, of con- a lot of Quintuplets appreciation here. Um, My roommate is a cat. Fruits Basket, Demon Slayer, Doctor Stone, and senko San. And least favourite were Do You Love Your Mom? Oh, again. Oh God. And although I like the, and I like the concept, to the abandoned sacred beast was a letdown in the end.
0: Yeah, I agree what with
1: that. Sacred- What's the abandoned sacred? I also beast? want
0: about the. Uh... I was the one about the military group of the humani, the humanoids like legendary creatures, and like they start going berserk, so the military like oh! tries to kill them. Oh shit! Like, yeah, I remember that. And then like it the had, one dude yeah. has to go around killing them, and then Nancy Bancroft has to go and follow him around because she's like, I have to see why you killed my father. Even though it's clear yeah, from the start from like the first yeah. one they encounter why he has to kill them, because they're going fucking insane.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty promising at the beginning, but no, yeah, okay. Um Most of the other anime I saw fell somewhere in between. Thanks for that. Black Magic says, I'll go with Azir Lane as my least favourites. Hmm. And then oh, um, Premier says, I heard Plasto Memories wasn't very good either. So, there you go. Uh, Rampant says, How heavy is Melf's love? What? Oh, he's, that, this is to do with the actual title of this episode. <laughs> Let's see if there's actually any more actual answers. Okay, then it just kind of becomes talking about. Okay, then it just kind of comes about. Um, you can defend your stance if you want. Uh, But yeah, I think that does it for actual entries on the list. Thank you everybody for your input as always. Obviously we leave this uh, topic up for another week. And it'll be right out next week as well for anyone who's late in. Hmm. But yeah, that opens up to our panel of experts. Just singular, by the way, because I'm not an expert. Joseph, you tell us what your favorite and least favorite anime were of
0: 2019. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about expert either, but uh, most certainly I have some selections here so uh i'm gonna be just giving two for each of my answers for best and worst just because i'm gonna i kind of went over the decade and you know we both did our decades of worst and best so first up Mm -hmm. as the actual best of 2019 Kimitsu no yaiba hands (laughs) down definitely the best 2019 had some of the Best animation, best emotional moments to it, greatest story I've, you know, gotten to for a while. It, ah, such a good anime. (laughs) Um, and just an anime I just enjoyed. Not necessarily the best, but Isekai Quartet. I'm a sucker for Isekai, and this was, you know, this was a, yo dude, we put an Isekai in your sekai, so you can Isekai while you Isekai. And I was in love with that. And it actually got me kind of mm-hmm. interested in potentially watching another isekai I've never seen, which is uh, Tanya, uh, Saga Tanya the Evil, which I'm not, Mm-mm. I wasn't into because it's a gender swap isekai. But yeah, it sounds like it never gets into the territory of like, oh, he's just, you know, he's discovering his new female body. No, it's more like, no. Like, he has an imaginary dick, even as a little girl, because it's just this badass girl who tears people apart and runs a strict military group that just, like, wrecked shop.
1: Yeah, it kind of, because he's, like, a tactical genius, he kind of rises to the level of something like one of those other geniuses, like a light Yagami or, like, L from Death Note, who are, like, so intelligent that they're above any, like, needs or wants of the human form. They just, they just do. They're not really defined by anything to do with their gender or anything like that. They're just, like, we're super smart. I have a goal. It's higher than me, and I'm just gonna get it done. Sort of thing. And that's kind of how right. Tanya the Evil kind of comes across.
0: And Tim and Wiltel actually just reviewed the manga for it, and, uh... Uh-huh. I forget what they gave it. I think they gave it a, uh... They may have given it a Crackers. <laughs> Um, crackers, fair enough Yeah, I think they gave it to Crackers because uh, As mm-hmm. they both described it like They like the fact that even as a girl Now in this mu- military world He's all about like I just want to get into a cushy job again a cushy, cushy office job Don't have to deal with the front lines bullshit But then like everyone's like Oh my god, she wants to be in the front lines I get ya, wink Yeah So <laughs> Um For worst anime, the actual worst anime of 2019, Nobunaga Sensei no Osanana Zuma. Just a waste of anime. Just it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It had no purpose. It it was just fetish material. It was softcore hentai and it was Mm -hmm. boring. Yeah. I, I, guess. I guess the nicest thing you could say about it is
1: it was at least it was short, because I think it was a short anime, right? So
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, it had boobs. Mm-hmm. If you like boobs, it had those. Uh, and just an anime I didn't enjoy, uh, One Punch Man Season 2.
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Not necessarily the okay. worst anime. I, I, you know, obviously yeah. not. It's still One Punch Man. It's still yeah. fun, but, you know... It it uh, no longer feet. It no longer was centered on Saitama. It changes mm-hmm. tracks and like got- it starts looking at all the other like oh look at this hero and that hero and this villain and that villain. And it's like, mm-hmm. but I don't care about them. More Saitama, please. No no no. You don't want Saitama. You had him last season. This season we deal with that character. It's like, but he just got his ass kicked. Isn't that interesting? No, it's not. Moving on. And then the animation yeah. was just pitiful compared to the first, and yeah, that was just all sorts of disappointment.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the former part about it focusing on the heroes. I do definitely agree with the latter in that you know while it does pick up towards the end and it's not bad animation per se because it actually does get really nice towards the end. Um, there are just small things and details where you know the gap in animation is just so high where even the smallest scenes. Uh, done by Madhouse would have looked way better uh, if it was done by uh, by by um, J C Staff would have been looked a lot better if they had the original staff working on it. You know, uh, the first fight with Genos in the series isn't very good. That's probably the one you saw. and Everything, uh, but yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. It would have been disappointing to many.
0: <coughs> so yeah, those are my answers. Very well uh
1: moves me on to mine i guess um similar and my opinion actually is very similar to rampant there aren't any too too many animes from last year that i will actually list as particularly like oh man i really just like this anime because most of them came across for me as meh and this has come from someone who checks out about 25 anime per season um yeah most of them were like meh but not bad enough to kind of warrant me mentioning here I'll mention a few for some reasons though. So uh one that sticks out to me it was kind of Naka no Hito Genome. Also known as Gyochoo. Gyochu? Uh it was like supposed to be like some sort of survival one with Let's players, and there was like an alpaca. It sounds, seemed like it was also trying to go for a bit of a Danganronpa thing. It fails in all of that. Oh, yeah, I it's remember not, that one. Yeah. It's it's neither tense, it's not funny, it's not entertaining, the action's not that good, the premise isn't good, it's overall a pretty like, tonally confusing show as well, like sometimes it's trying to be funny sometimes it's trying to be dramatic and it never hits. So that one's pretty bad. Another one that actually was pretty bad, um, I haven't even finished it yet, but I can already tell, it's it's past saving now, uh, Kagaku no Accelerator, I guess spoilers for when I end up reviewing it, well, was a huge disappointment. As you know, mm. i I'm quite a big follower of the certain series, you know, whether it's be Index or mm-hmm. Railgun. And I was surprised I was interested to know what kind of camp accelerator fit in. Is it gonna be like in Railgun where I really like it? Or Index, where it's like so bad it's actually really good. Uh this one is just meh, like right? but so Bad meh. It's a really bad kind of meh that's kind of boring and dull and really edgy to the point of cringe. So.
0: What? I like Accelerator? It. Edgy? I know. No. Surprising,
1: right? But they don't even let him be full edgy. Like, he does more gory and dramatic stuff in the other series than he does in his own series. So. Does he, he at least punch a bunch of too.
0: girls? He punches. Oh, I
1: don't. The thing is, is, he does he does punch one, I think, and I think he mostly just blows them away with his power. Like, with just like force. Wow,
0: that kind of sucks. He doesn't even punch a girl?
1: <laughs> that's like the cornerstone <laughs> of a <certain laughs> that's like, series.
0: That's like the, know, how many punches do girls take is how equals how good that series will do. That's why Raildun does Scope or Grid because it's girl on girl violence. It's just girls punching girls. That's why it's so great.
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> um and the last actually bad one i will probably mention as what i didn't like is like a least favorite came actually last season and it was so bad i couldn't write a preview of it it was called kandagawa jet girls don't watch this anime it's really shit the concept was i was like oh it's gonna be like girls on jet skis it's not that at all so it's girls who race on a jet ski on a made up sport where they're all given like water pistol laser guns and the show is just a big etchy fest of just like very trashy proportions. I don't mind some echi in my anime, but this anime is like like the way it goes like they they don't spare any moment to not have like a jiggly moment or like a fan service moment every second that's on screen. And yeah, I hated it. I disliked watching this anime so much that I couldn't write a preview. So, a uh, good anime, uh Provost Neverland was pretty good. Uh really good premise. I can't wait for season two. Doctor Storm was pretty good. It's just like that and Promise Neverland were like two shonen ish shows that were very different from your typical shonen jump sort of fair, but it's published by the same people, by the same publication. Um next we have Vinland Saga, a nice gritty modern anime. I actually quite liked it. And but it's not again not overly too edgy. It's quite it's got quite a good classic feel to it. Fruits Basket reminding me a little bit of why I still check out so many shoujo anime because I guess some of the classics still are the best Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind of course I'm going to include that as an anime it's one (laughs) of my favourite from last year it was pretty good, good theme song not my favourite part of Jojo's but still a good Jojo's Um, and this last one's an ironic well this last one of, one of the last ones is an ironic good one which was To Aro Majutsu No Index Part 3 it's so bad it's actually really funny I I I enjoy it and I can't I feel bad I'm savoring finishing it because I don't want it to end. I really don't want it to end cuz it just gets so stupid. Um and finally the very best anime of the last years uh discounting Pingu of course is of course my favorite anime of 2019 is the Vic Manana, sen- Vic Manana scenario situation and <laughs> lawsuit. It's by far best, the most captivating the anime, anime of 2019. Ever. It's so good. It's gone on. like I thought it was only going to be a one-season anime. It's been going on for a whole year now. It's been serialized to get another series this year. It's going to go for at least another six months. It's such an entertaining anime. My favorite. Five out of five. Good <laughs> download now. how long till hollywood
0: gets the rights to make the vic manana uh situation into a movie
1: (laughs) i don't know i don't know i would (laughs) i would legitimately watch that on opening weekend and i would also i would also play a fan-made phoenix Wright dlc case or something if someone actually made like a real phoenix Wright court case on it because it's legitimately like the most entertaining anime of 2019 and that about does it for me terms of anime from 2019 oh shit no no the last mention will be the anime that i'll be covering today that was also a pretty good one spoilers for my but i don't want to spoil my review so that's i'm just gonna just say hint hint yeah we'll get to it
0: we'll get to it yeah
1: okay so anyway moving on otherwise before we can get to that we gotta go to news right
0: yes to our industry news and like the last couple of episodes you got two i got one so let's make like a bun.
1: Okay then, uh, so as we all know, our long-time listeners have known that Joseph has been covering a s- situation of like blood drives that have been going on uh, around Comicette, where at one point they used a anime character called Uzaki-chan, was some sort of busty <laughs> character, to advertise it, and it went down. Oh, it went down a storm. You know, they got a lot of people donating blood, <laughs> which is good for a good cause. We always need more people to do blood donations at these drives to save lives, but. Now, they have removed that because of the controversy that surrounded around that. Uh, you know, a certain group uh, kicked up a fit about the representation of, um, you know, using someone who's that itchy to advertise such a thing. And this has caused the company to kind of tone down the sort of visuals for this year's drive. Um, the... Also, a lot of, there's not really much imagery to begin with. A lot of it's just in text that's been used on the side of a bus to advertise it. So that could also lower down the profile of it. And the end result of it is we have a lower turnout uh, this year of people actually giving blood, which is a bit of a you shame don't of say. course. Yeah, so. Apparently um, because we were using less anime... I mean, like I don't know, I think, it's not like it's any surprise to most people listening here that anime imagery sells, whether it was itchy or otherwise and not having it has kind of caused a bit of a decline in regards to actually getting a turnout. It also seems to be less prominently featured on the bus to begin with as well. Um, so we have a bunch of tweets going on. It doesn't
0: necessarily even need to be busty, as long as it's like exclusive, like trading card uh, graphics signed by the the anime artist or like by the voice actor or actress. Oh yeah thing like here's a napkin and it has her signature on it you want it give us a pint of your blood Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so i mean if you could just do that you could get people to come in it doesn't necessarily need to be like busty buxom uh kohai who likes to tease you she's telling you to donate blood or else she'll make fun of you
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean this this uh this article itself features some images of that you know, like you got other characters that are not particularly busty like Senko San and such, that other anime that was mentioned quite frequently in our favourite anime of the year. <laughs> um and oh it all goes on to mention that in November twenty-fourth, twenty fourth some Japanese feminists claimed that they should aim to make the woman more realistic and just cute without the over sexualization. And Japan wouldn't have to worry about people clamoring for censorship. So they did apparently release this image with, like, you know, more, I guess, more chibi-fied, more moe kind of characters. Mm. But it was still actually apparently attacked by um, Feminist on Twitter, so it, I guess
0: it still didn't hold out very well. It's like, it's not, it's not neutral, gender neutral enough, it's not, like, it's not moe enough, it's still too cute, or it's still too sexy, get... Remove that and take away this, cover her up there. It's, you just can't please', them.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah there's there's there is a group, maybe it's a minority, I don't know, a very vocal minority, perhaps people that just cannot be pleased, and you just gotta be careful not to pander too much to it, i suppose, um, so yeah, um that's went up a storm, so apart- <laughs> I don't know, um maybe it's just a lack of an advertising push, but. Unfortunately, the Red Cross has uh, scaled back its Wi-Fi advertisement, and it's caused a little bit of a decline, which is a shame, because obviously giving blood is always a good cause.
0: So. Yeah, I would donate blood more often, but the <laughs> problem with like donating blood is that I've only ever donated blood because it's been at the place I've been at. So when I was in high school, I donated blood because they came to our high school. When I worked for the state, I donated blood because they came to the building That I was in when I was working. And also you would get like a full hour off to go donate blood and then eat cookies and crackers for, you know, some time and drink juice. But um, now (laughs) like they just send me all these notifications like, hey, would you like to give us some of your blood? Here are the drives here, 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 and here. It's like, yeah, but I have to drive to those. I have to go to those. You're not coming to me. Like you want me to donate blood? Come to Arnoff. You know, come to where I work. But then again, I doubt you would want to do that because most of the people who are working need that blood to work because they're lifting heavy things all day. So right, (laughs) I doubt that they'd ever come there. Office staff would be more than willing to do it. Heaviest things we lift are are, uh, staplers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. So yeah. Okay, so on to your news.
0: Although I, I would probably donate my blood oh. if, like, one of our uh, donation things here was like, oh, we have, like, uh, anime merch here that's unique, or something like that. Or, like, they did anything they used mm. to do, like give out t-shirts or cool stuff anymore. They don't do those things. Like, it's just boring. It's just, oh, donate blood, have some cookies and crackers, and get out. Yeah. Yeah, I miss, I miss the good old days.
1: Hmm. Well, a few years and it's uh, time to move on and all that. So, Speaking of moving yes, on Yes,
0: and speaking of moving on, we are moving on to my piece of news here, which is uh, you know, we talked about our picks and our uh, fellow listeners' picks for the anime of the decade. Well, Funimation did their own little thingy-do and they have concluded with the uh, a rather lengthy list of topics here. So they have like favorite shonen, favorite shoujo, sports, yada yada, and so forth. So I'm just going to run through those and not do any of the runner-ups because they have a lot of
1: runner-ups. Here's so. going to be My Hero Academia.
0: Indeed. The winner yeah. for the shonen anime of the decade, My Hero Academia. Would you like to take a stab of the shoujo series of the decade? First basket? Indeed. Very good. Ding, ding, oh, ding, wow. ding. Uh, How about the favorite sports series of the decade?
1: Did Kurokuro Basket come out this season? I don't Hi-Q. think they did. Hi Yes, there you
0: go. Hi Q. Bing, bing, bong. <laughs>
1: how oh, about yes, favorite sci
0: fi slash fantasy series of the decade? I'm being biased Steinsgate. Yes, very
1: good. Oh, fantastic. Oh, That's good. four
0: for four, All my right. dude. How about uh? here's one that could trip you up because you don't know a suck Favourite Isekai oh. series of the decade.
1: Did, did 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 um Sora Online come out this decade?
0: Sora uh, Online? Nope. Uh, Re Zero. Nope.
1: Shit. Uh, it's actually a popular
0: one from a lot of polls I've seen. Just because it kind of makes fun of the Isekai genre.
1: Oh, Konosuba.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: I win <laughs> eventually Alright yeah uh,
0: Favorite romance series of the decade I don't think you'll get this one.
1: Oh uh, No I give up what's that one
0: uh, Your Lie in April Oh yeah, I would have never guess that uh, Favorite animation of the decade One Punch Man Nope <laughs> Fuck uh... I said favorite animation at least <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I was talking about the first season. Um, no, I don't know what's
0: the best animation. Demon Slayer.
1: Oh, okay. Very, very end. Yeah, okay.
0: And then they have some. I uh, have a weird one here. Favorite companion creator of the decade.
1: I have I no don't idea.
0: Understand what companion creator even means. Um, I'll just rub this one out. It's happy. Ta- happy from Fairy Tale. So, so side- I guess like Cute mascot Favorite sidekick? Car- I don't know Cute
1: mascot character
0: Yeah Um, right. Favorite original series of the decade So like this is something that was like a one shot It didn't have any manga It didn't have any light novel It was its own anime No idea Kill la Kill Ah oh, okay And finally Favorite anime film of the decade Ah, uh, your name. Indeed, Bong Bong Bong. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So there we go. That is, according to Funimation netizens, the top-ranked anime of the past decade for each poll. So. Yeah.
1: Mostly predictable. But, uh...
0: Yeah, mostly. Mm-hmm. Alright, and that brings us to our final... Piece of news here. What have you? Mm. What have you got for us? While I go and cough well, up my head.
1: Okay. Uh, next, we have one final announcement, and I know it's one that Sigwin, at least, one of our live listeners, would be excited for. Is that the light novel? Not light novel. The visual novel game World End Economica has managed to make its Kickstarter to get an anime. So it had its reached its Kickstarter goal. Apparently, Spicy Tales are the same creators who made Spice and Wolf, which is another popular anime i'm sure you all know uh, it's work uh, is working on bringing a 2013 visual novel um the kickstarter started in november last year i believe and now is running down with five days left still um well after this article so it's over now actually um and the team managed to surpass the budget of 45 grand so that's very well uh, this was spotted on Zinkaku Complex from an update by the Spicy Tales on Twitter on December 27th. They thanked fans uh, on being able to make so much money and they advertised the anime and will help spread the word about the project in order to generate hype for the world ends in um The border visual novel community. It's unknown at the moment what studio is actually going to be doing this work. But, uh, you know, they've got the budget for it. Um, and it will be. A, it says here that they're th- seeing it as a long shot and seeing it become a successful anime, but we never know. I mean, after all, Nekopara managed to basically crowdfund its own anime, so who knows? Twice, actually. Um, so, the um, if you're interested in it, I suppose check out the official Kickstarter page to get more information on doing it. Um, there's also a video here as well, so get you more insight onto it and if for those who are particularly impatient the visual novel series is still available right now with all three episodes being available in a steam bundle for a total of 38 dollars um this is during the steam winter sale of visual novels that have marked them down by 65 percent So, there you go you can still pick it up if you want to be an early adopter um there you go it's always nice to hear when, um, you know, fan support directly creates a product. You know, whether it turns out to be good or bad. Always, you know, it makes it feel like the consumer has some sort of control over the, the market industry. And, you know, I think it's really neat. So, oh, the winter sales ended. I've just been told by Rampant AI you cannot get it by 65% off. Well, buy the first one. If you like it enough, I'm sure you won't mind the steep cost of the rest of them. There you go.
0: Or it could it even just be, you know, world wait world. another month because Steam will have some weird sale every now and then.
1: This is true. Steam always has sales, so you probably could just wait. That's awesome. Yeah, and that does it for this last bit of news.
0: Okie dokie. Well, that brings us to our Reviews. and i technically the first review is a 2020 so check your mm. vision everybody because we're about to break it down for you
1: ah i see what you did there
0: yeah i heard a lot of people actually did uh, like 1920s uh themed new year's parties which i was like oh, oh that's not. clever so it was like uh, a lot of girls in flapper dresses and dudes in dapper suits so i was like oh that's nifty i like that that's cool
1: That's kind of neat, yeah.
0: All right, well, I guess I'll uh, kick us off here with my review of MILF Sekai. I mean, uh, Okasan Online. Uh, Mm. Innovations in the Sekai anime have been few and far between. You got your box standard death by truck tune, ends up as a hero in another world. The popularized by SAO stuck in a video game world strain... And let us not forget the rare times the fantasy world characters end up in our own humdrum world of 9-5 to five jobs, bills, and air conditioning. So it goes without saying that anyone and everyone is trying to change or alter the formula to keep things interesting. And this time the change comes in the form of a busty, beautiful mother, otherwise known as a MILF. As usual for any Sekai, we begin in the real world. Where we soon, which we will soon be leaving behind, but it gives us introduction to the main characters. First up is the son, Masato, a real rebel who is sick and tired of being doted upon by his loving mother who wants nothing more than to be away from her. And then there is the mom, Mamako, a real ingeniously named woman who loves her son and wants nothing more than to shower him with affection and care. Honestly, as someone who cares deeply for his mother, I found Masato's behavior to be absolutely assholish. Sure, I had some bumps and hiccups growing up, but during his age, I respected my mother as the one who put up with all my bullshit when I was a child. So basically what I'm saying is Masato sucks, and his mother needs to put a belt to his backside. Alright, so anyways, this lady named Shirase... <laughs> shows up and sends Masato into a video game world, giving us the first glimpse into the true nature of Masato, who does not actually hate his mommy. He simply wants to be away from her incessant adoration, likely because there is no father, so her entire attention has been upon him. Unfortunately for Masato, his mother ends up joining him for his journey as a beta tester for this game. And even worse yet is the fact that his status as the hero means jack as he picks a weapon that can only one hit a single flying target while his mother is able to grab two swords that can one hit ko any enemy as well as perform numerous other tasks like doing laundry cooking food and generally making her son feel unnecessary in fact after once again meeting the best character in the series the two form a party with seemingly even less useful characters who do nothing but add bodies to the count. There's the gerbil-like bad girl Porta, and the Sundare red-headed mage, Wise. And while Porta comes with no strings attached, for now, Wise has some mommy issues, and thus begins the premise for this anime: confronting different types of mothers, their relationships with their children, and correcting them. And um. of course, as the best example of the perfect mommy, Mamako has to set these other mothers and children straight. It's not too long until we actually get the final addition to the party, the innkeeper, darkness healer, Mehdi. Once again, coming with mommy problems that are all solved by Mamako turning into a star that shines a brilliant pure light of momminess. So, what does Masato get from all this? Well, he gets to see his hot mom in a swimsuit, in an apron, in a sailor girl outfit, in a maid's outfit, in her lingerie, and completely naked. Yes, this game is clearly trying to push Masato on the mother route, but he's not having any of it. Eventually, things come to a head when a group of children who are so hardcore at rebelling, they even rebelled against their mothers within the game designed to repair parental relationships. And one of them in particular, who sucks at keeping secrets and just generally sucks at life, confronts the group. Poor girl loses more than the team Rocket. Actually made me feel sorry for her. Though in a real fight, she is pretty good, but as usual... It takes but a single finger wave for Mamako to turn the tides and send her packing. Ending the anime in a fashion that felt backwards, as, Masa- as uh, Mamako continues to act the same way she always has, and Masato is still annoyed by it. Yes, truly, perhaps the relationship she should be trying to fix in the first place is the one she has with her own son. She doesn't give Masato any breathing room, and while her affections are purely maternal and with good intention, she doesn't realize she is contributing to her son's disdain for her closeness. And as much as I hated Masato for being a douchebag, his mother can just be as bad. Mm. Our uh, animation was provided by JC Staff. Same guys who have done works like Shakugan no, Shakuga no Shana, The Familiar of Zero, and Shokugaki no Soma. It was decent enough attempt to keep the style that Pochi Ildia gave to his series, an artist that does the work on uh, the elder sister-like one as well as more than a fair share of NSFW doujin. So I was honestly expecting the series to be a bit more wincesty, but I can't necessarily say I'm disappointed that it's not. Uh, voice acting, I'm happy to report that Masato is actually voiced by a male actor, Haruki. Ishiya, who has only played bit roles before as far as I can tell, and amusingly enough, Mamako was voiced by Ai Kayano, who has played roles like the masochistic Darkness from Konu the elder sister and hostess Akari Kawamoto from March Comes in Like a Lion, and the Yanare-esque novelist Utaha from Saikano. Amusingly enough, she is is the right age for voicing Mamako currently. And, for my favorite character, no, it's not Mamako. She may be a MILF, but that's about all she's got going for her. No, I must give this award to Shirase. The one who first sends Masato and Mamako into the game, she is also found throughout it as an NPC, as her likeness was used for multiple characters. She's a bartender. A nun, and a laser pointer. She gets a feel up Mamako, tease the fuck out of Masato, and has the best lingerie of the group during the fanservice scene towards the end of the anime. If I recall correctly, she too is a mother, which means she also falls within the MILF territory. Not positive though, and she and if she's not, that's still some tasty Christmas cake. So I'm going to be given uh Okasan Online or the uh as the English title puts it Do You Love Your Mother and Her Two-Hit Multi-Target Attacks a Crackers hmm. which uh goes against the grain for a lot of people's uh worst anime of the year.
1: Yeah. But you know that's uh that's what makes uh
0: that's Variety what makes of opinions, opinions.
1: Thing. Exactly. I was, I was trying to word it, but I am too intoxicated by this point. I couldn't put it in a more profound way. Thank you for help.
0: And now my throat is about to kill me, so I will let you take it away.
1: Hey, you're on the last push. You can make it there. Almost there. Uh, let's give you a rest. So, it's a new year now here at Anime Pulse and the time, ha- the time where many will make resolutions and goals to aspire towards in the coming 2020. A fairly common one exemplified by the sudden-packed nature of my local gym I'm currently at uh, is, uh, is to get in shape. In, you know, 2019 actually provided us with an anime to fit right into this, which was called Dumbbell NAN KILO MOTERU or How, many- How heavy are the dumbbells you left? Also known as, how many kin- kilograms are the dumbbells you lift? So, the story kicks off with um, Sakura, um, her name Sakura Hibiki indulging on an eating spree when one of her friends remarks that she seems to have gotten plumper as of late. So, horrified upon weighing herself at home, Sakura decides to go on a diet and train herself, but due to her weak willpower... Um, ends up trying out a local gym where she runs into and Akemi, the Prem and Proper Student Council President of her all-girls school. During their introduction, uh, Sakura uh, is again horrified by the intense atmosphere of the Silverman gym, which is shown to host a large amount of hulking bodybuilder types, while Akemi is clearly smitten due to being a health fanatic and a bit of a muscle fetishist. Um... (laughs) <laughs> when it seems like Sakura is about to leave, though, she is lured in by the princely good-looking trainer at the gym, Machio, who, uh, well, at least at first, as when the first opportunity arises, and believe me, there's always an opportunity, Machio, well, at least uh, um, he flexes to reveal a body that would make a DBZ character blush, juxtaposed by his normal anime guy head, which sort of resembles Naofumi from Shield Hero. While initially discouraged by how weak she is, especially in relation to Akemi, Machio does help um, Sakura find motivation to keep at it, which she does for 12 episodes, while joined by other characters who gradually start joining the Silverman gym as well. Going over the cast, there's the main character, Sakura, which is a uh, gyaru-ish second-year student, who has two main loves in life, which are food, and boys, the latter of which is her main driving force for her working out, as well as some of her other actions during the show. Next up is the aforementioned cartoonishly rich girl Akemi, who, along with being a walking infomercial uh, for health and lifestyle advice, has one true love, which is, of course, muscles, as we already went over. Going more into the supporting cast territory, there's Sakura's friend who, at the very start, called her fat. Um, which is Uihara Ayaka who along with being a movie buff has a family-owned boxing gym where she works part-time as a coach Continuing in the other uh, in order of introduction. There's the history teacher Tachibara Saltomi, who at the old age of 29 Is struggling to find a man insert joke about the trope where the still young female teacher character is in an anime and is treated as undateable here um. Though that's not her main reason for joining the Silverman gym, which is her other secret hobby, which is to cosplay. So she needs to work out so she can fit into her various cosplay outfits. So, there's that. Um, The last female uh, in the strength training group, and probably the most bizarre, is Gina Boyd, a Russian girl who ends up transferring to Japan when she deems Sakura to be her rival after losing to her in an arm wrestling competition of which she is considered to be one of the best in her motherland. Besides that, her character is that she is a weep who learned most of her Japanese from watching anime, and yet constantly mixes Japanese culture and locations with other eastern countries. The last character I'll mention before moving on is, of course, the only prominent male character, which is Machio, although I've already went over his main shtick, which is him switching back and forth between being really, really bulky and being his more, like, slim, charming young trainer guy. Self, He is the one that will be providing most of the fitness tips in this anime, which like with EuroCamp, we have a cast of characters that aren't exactly brimming with much depth or drama, but fun all the same and contribute to the main point of the show which is to get shredded. Speaking of which, an episode of Dumbbell is usually about two to three segments at times of characters, either at the gym or at some other activity. Um... While the show is always light-hearted, these skits can vary in how absurd they are, but are always used to set up context to which a tutorial video, similar to something like an old training VHS tape, will play. So, for a basic example, like you'll be at the gym at one point when a character needs to prepare, um, needs to prepare for a running race. To which Macho san will go into a tutorial video about like <laughs> exercises that are specifically used to target like your leg muscles that are used for running, and that's kind of how it sort of works. And for like a more of a absurd example of what can possibly happen, the main girls are at um an idol audition where for the talent segment the teacher in a bikini and in a kendo gear performs a deadlift which is one of the more difficult weightlifting exercises. As stated, Machio handles most of the tutorials, but not all, and they aren't all about um they aren't all about strength training either. Um other examples include Sakura going over um dieting. You also have uh, not Sakura not how you going over dieting. Sakura going over health benefits of using a sauna, it's Akemi who goes over about dieting, Gina talking about active rest days, and much much more. These parts do involve the show's more uh, blatant instances of fan service, shall we say? Um Though I didn't find it in this show's instance, I didn't find it that off-putting in a similar vein to something like Vidwars, uh, as it's more of an undertone and doesn't get focused on enough to be overbearing. I personally, being a bit of a gym, being a bit into gym training myself, got most of my enjoyment from these parts, and was actually rather impressed with the bulk of topics being covered. Even when it came to workouts I was already familiar with, there were oftentimes extra tips such as bad habits for exercises that I didn't know of and it was all presented in a fun and light-hearted manner. Now while this is a light and jokey show, there, uh, after all there is an episode where Machio's teacher and film star, Barnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, challenges him to a, bo- a bodybuilding contest. A criticism of mine that is here is that it probably could have been, it could have had a more of an overarching story to it. Um, in the way that EuroCamp had one, and the writing in some segments surrounding the tutorials while humorous could have been a little bit more consistently over the top for better comedic effect. Um, That's not to say that this anime doesn't succeed in that at times, it's just with something like this I was looking to learn and be entertained at the same time, and I'm just thinking about how the educational factor could have been balanced just a little bit more. Still, no episode went by without a bit of enjoyment here for me, and at least one detail I didn't know about. The original manga creator obviously has an interest in fitness, and it really shows with Dumbbell, so kudos there. In fact, each episode of the show actually ends with them reviewing the actual exercise that they went over during the episode itself. So you get like an extra like a and and the characters actually encourage you to like you know okay after you're watching the show during the next commercial break try doing the next set yourself sort of thing so it really does seem like this anime you know as silly as it is is trying to make an effort to get like you know the stereotypical otaku audience not saying that otakus are all unfit to uh, you know maybe consider getting out and working out a little bit more visually this show is clean it's bright and fluidly animated when it needs to be this isn't too surprising because it's made by Studio Doga Kobo, who I admittedly, prior to watching the show, did not enjoy a single anime that they've put out. Though that was never because of their level of production, but that uh, but it's the sorts of works they put out. They oftentimes dabbled in a brand of moe-style anime that I found gimmicky, annoying, or sometimes just pointless, like Himoto Umaru-chan, New Game. And Watashi ni Tenshi ga Maiorita. Still, with Dumbbell, they seem to have managed to get a balance that I can tolerate. And, um. Uh, oh, fuck, I lost my place. And it might be because I don't associate them with, um, doing fans as a fanservice-y studio that they managed to make, an- make the etchy stuff in this anime not come off as too trashy either. Sound wise, I think the OP was fairly catchy, and the voice work, particularly Sakura, by the newcomer to the industry, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong, Pharos? Pharos? I don't know how you pronounce it. Pharos I, who also sings the OP, did a particularly good job. She had a very distinct voice, and it was refreshing, and overall, that sort of summarizes my impression of Dumbbell as a whole. A refreshing, light hearted show. To, the tune, to tune into week after week, as I was still getting into working out myself at the time. You're not going to get anything complex here in terms of story or character, but many anime already do that. Not many, at least in modern times, will advise on improving yourself physically, however, like this one, which, you know, gives it its own niche. And I'm not counting the absurd training that you see in a lot of Shonen Jump series, because, you know... A lot of those are undoable, let's be honest. So if you're in the market to start the new year with the new you and picks up some weights for yourself, maybe give it a go to get yourself motivated. Who knows, I'm not you. It might not work, I don't know. It's at the very least hard to hate, and I will be giving Gum Nine Kilo myself the crackers. I was pleasantly surprised by this one, so
0: there you go. Alright crackers for cute girls doing weightlifting things. Yes. All right. Well, that uh, ends my suffering for <laughs> this week. Uh, before we go though, we do have our people that we must thank. Yes. Um,
1: All the thanks.
0: Yes, let's see here. It's uh, Tag Alcasirio, Shuji the Phantom. Uh, Rampant AI, Mal, pretendably Mal, yep. and all the anonymous sponsors, and everyone currently in chat, Black Magic, uh, Rampant again, Shield Bro, and Sigwin.
1: Yes, that's pretty much all of them. Um, yeah, thank you everyone.
0: Thanks everyone for tuning in. And until next time. Keep watching, keep listening, and keep the anime love strong.